The Provoke Podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers. Welcome to the Provoke Media Podcast. I'm Megan Keoghan, Head of Content Partnerships here at Provoke and host of today's episode. PR and communication pros are spending more time than ever working on DE&I, ESG, and purpose communications. While these topics have been widely discussed in 2022, many have fallen short to define what authentic purpose truly entails. Today's conversation is a two-for-one as we explore what it takes to have authentic purpose at home and in the workplace. From there, we'll get to the nitty-gritty of the PR practitioner's role in all of this. With us today is Sylvie Hartman, SVP of Strategy and Global Head of PR and IR Solutions, at Notified. Sylvie, thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about your role at Notified and some of the initiatives at play at Notified to better define purpose um, for your brand and the brands of your clients. Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for having me. And as Megan mentioned, I am Sylvie Arton, Senior VP Strategy and Global Head of PR and IR Solution here at Notified. And Notified is the only communication cloud for events public relations and investors relations. And our teams are located across North America, Europe, Asia Pacific, and we service around more around 10,000 global customers from growing businesses and new IPOs to some of the world's most recognizable brand and agency. And so when you think of Notified, you can think of Notified as providing everything uh, that our customer needs to connect to their stakeholders who are important to them, whether it's customers, investors, employees, and the media. And so think of from press release distribution to monitoring, to listening, to earnings calls, to virtual events and IR websites, our technology is intended to help company reach the right people through the right channels with the right content improve the impact of their communication. And so how does this relate to uh, purpose and communication? Well, when I think about purpose uh, and ESG, uh, I've always been very interested in strategy. And to me, ESG is the new word for strategy because we'll have that conversation later on in our conversation, but Essentially, when you think of ESG, that will permeate everything across an organization. It's really around business performance and how to ensure that you tell your stakeholders that you have what it takes to perform long-term and be sustainable. So that's how I got involved in ESG. And a little bit later on, I can sort of tie the knots in terms of how how is that relevant for Notified and how we service our customers today. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for the background. So one of our kind of our, our initial topic here of, of our two part episodes, um, we've talked a lot about purpose over the past year. It's kind of the buzzword. Everybody's got to take on it. Um, I'm very interested in hearing what um, purpose means, how purpose is implemented or regarded at Notified and what what that looks like in your specific vein. Mm. And so is in uh, this this almost feels like is this is the question of the day <laughs> because you know like purpose is a very broad term um and I would say that purpose the definition purpose has changed in the last few years and it's been triggered in large part by what we've been through as a collective human uh, human race uh, in the last three years and so when you think of the pandemic when you think of the societal unrest um 
the rate of the, the rate of change in, in the business environment is also accelerating at a rate that we've never seen before, which is forcing us to be a little bit more human in how we interact with each other. But as importantly, customers and clients and investors are requesting organization to be far more intentional about their purpose. And so it's the environment that sort of accelerated um, this notion of ESG, DEI, and also purpose. And so it's really important first to understand that, you know, our vision, uh, or at least my vision around what purpose is. And so I, I like to define purpose as, uh, and I, I usually ask a question of organization, is if you were to disappear as an organization, what would the world miss by your absence? It really is a critical question around your reason of being. And so um, it's interesting because, you know, when organizations do ESG well, they've aligned their mission, their vision, their shared value across the organization. But it goes beyond the mission statement, right? Because as I mentioned, it is the reason of being of an organization and the positive impact that this organization will have on the world. And so that notion is a little bit different than before, right? Even the, when I was studying strategy or teaching strategy, strategy, we talked about, you know, what are you here to do, but never in the context of, and what is the positive impact that you're going to have on the world? And so for us at Notified, as I mentioned earlier, we're in the business of helping our organization communicate with their stakeholders. But it's more than that now in the context of ESG and purpose-filled communication. We think of ourselves as, you know, we are mission in, in the world today is to advance the way the corporate world communicate with their stakeholders and how they communicate with purpose to bring more authenticity to the relationship and more intimacy with our clients and their stakeholders. And so when we, we embarked in that journey around who we were, um, it was interesting because we had, we knew we had um, very interesting asset. And what I mean by asset is, I mean, our product portfolio, the great relationship we had with our clients. And then we, we had to sort of introspect and decide, you know, what is it that is going to become our North Star as an organization? It was clear that our role was really around communication. And we have a, we had a unique opportunity to help these organizations get, as I mentioned, closer, have a little bit more uh, intimacy with their customers, their stakeholders. It is interesting because even for us, as it is for our client, the notion of stakeholders has um, broadened pretty you know, uh, substantially. Used to, and it goes, uh, you know, with this notion of shareholder engagement. Now it's stakeholder engagement. Right. And so our solution not only help our, our clients communicate more authentically with their customers, but also with their employees, with their analysts, with their investor, with their, and I like to call it the stakeholders broadly defined. Yeah. And so it's a very interesting, challenging, and uh, rewarding uh, notion to be able to impact the way the corporate well communicate and get closer yeah. to their stakeholders. Um, in terms of tangible or or like anecdotal evidence, are there uh, examples that you can share of how that trickle down effect is happening at Notified? Some of the different ways that it, the purpose is permeating the levels. 
So I think um, when it comes to how we engage our, um, our employee around purpose, um, we are, we have, you know, various ways of, you know, what's important with purpose is that in order for it to resonate with everyone in the organization, you have to be consistent in how consistent and you have to be uh, communicating um, uh, repeatedly that purpose. And so for us, uh, we use town halls, we use newsletters, we use um, video. Video actually is a very important medium and how we, uh, you know, whether it's our executive teams that will, you know, uh, distribute a video newsletters or it's through the town hall, we try to you know, humanize the way that those executives engage with, with, uh, with the teams. And so, again, we use various channels to communicate this purpose, and we do it in a consistent way, uh, in a way also that sort of, um, you know, leverage repetition to ensure that people are aligned. More, I, in addition to this, right, the idea of communication is yeah. very important, but the best way actually for people to sort of feel an ownership of this, uh, this purpose is if you allow them to participate in that journey. And so a few years back, uh, we had an initiative around, you know, getting getting them to ask. We had a survey that we put in place about, um, you know, where did they believe our strength were in the market? How did they believe that our vision and mission was illustrated in the market? And so not that we crowdsource our, our, um, our purpose, because I do think purpose is, is the foundation for the, the, the existence of an organization, but we invited them to participate in that process. And so I, I can't think of a better way to create buy-in or ownership or feel like this is their own uh, you know, view of, of what, what is purpose. Now, obviously, over the course of the years, you're going to see people attrition and so on and so forth. So it's really important to repeat, to continuously uh, be consistent in how you communicate and, and just bring a little bit of texture in how you communicate. And, and video is a good way to do that. Really interesting to think about it that way. In terms of the sort of, I guess we'll get into more of the metrics and, and measuring the impact of that in our in our later conversation. But do you spend a lot of time thinking about measuring how the feedback is being received or or the taking that feedback and then putting it to practice? What does that always look like? So this is a really interesting question because we're really at the in the early innings of measuring the impact of those communication. Um, I'll tell you the best way, though, um, is to have a clear understanding of your baseline. So many of our clients actually use social listening, media monitoring to understand what is their reputation today, right? What is, uh, you know, uh, their performance against very specific key metrics, Um but they go further than just understanding their baseline. They do this also per channel because it's important, right? It, like, as I mentioned earlier, um, given the various stakeholders group that you have to engage, right. these stakeholders groups live in very different channel. And so this is where how you communicate in those particular channel with key messages that resonate to those. It's, a, you know, it's important to understand your baseline per channel. It, um, you know, I was speaking to um, a client of ours. So General Motors is a client of ours. And um, they are very interested in increasing their um, retail investors. 
So they compete against the likes of Tesla, for example, who has a very large base of retail investors. And this is relevant for an ESG story because I do think there's a positive correlation between uh, retail investors and ESG. Because in, in that, retail investors tend to want to invest with organizations where they align and they have shared value. So yeah. this idea of purpose, vision, mission is very important in that case. And so for an organization like GM, who historically has had a fairly large proportion of institutional investors, they are now tasked uh, to increase the, their, their retail investors. And so they're tasked to communicate very differently their purpose to uh, to those retail investors. And so one of the takeaways from my conversation with, uh, with that gentleman was that initially we engaged with the retail investor, we told them a lot of things. And yeah. the feedback we got was, that was a lot. That's really exciting, but that's <laughs> a lot. I have, I, I, you know, I have a, I, I'm, I'm uh, confused in terms of the takeaway. What's the most important mm -hmm. for, my, for me to, uh, to, uh, to, to keep? And so the takeaway there is that if you're going to measure your, um, your, your effectiveness, feedback loop is important. Baseline, baseline across channel, baseline across key messages and make sure that you monitor this on a quarterly basis. I'll tell you, uh, Walmart is another example of an organization that's done tremendous. Um, they had tremendous things around diversifying their governance structure and ensuring that um, they are an inclusive and diverse organization. And so they launched a few strategic partnerships, but what was really interesting is the way they tracked it. And so they created this dashboard. They call, I'm going to have to read my paper because the dashboard's <laughs> name is pretty long, but it's the Walmart Culture, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Dashboard. And so they call it, in short, the CDEI Dashboard that provides Walmart US-based organization officers, whether it's all vice president and above, and their HR business partners with monthly refresh data. And so they created their baseline and then on a monthly basis, they refreshed their data around representation of people of color, gender equality, women hiring, and so on and so forth. So those metrics are, you know, are mapped against a dashboard that they monitor on a, on a monthly basis. All interesting. I think the question that we come back to with, you know, like where we started uh, in this conversation and, and the thing that differentiates is we've, we can track it all, we can document it all, but um, what, when we talk about authentic purpose, how does that, how does that authenticity permeate all these uh, levels of metrics and measurement and outcomes at the end of the day, the buy-in has to feel authentic. And are what are the, you shared something really great at the beginning. What would the world lose if, if your company were to go away tomorrow? Where does that authenticity come from? How do you ensure that it hits all these levels or all these people throughout the day? Mm -hmm. um, well, it starts yeah. with, a good understanding of what the shared value, the beliefs, the purpose really is. So, you know, organization oftentimes will do pulse survey on a regular basis to really understand, to really assess whether or not that purpose is fully understood and integrated. And then the next step to this is once it's understood, and I would suggest you don't just do this with your employee. 
you should do this with your stakeholders, whether they're, you know, your investors, your analysts, the people that have an interest in your organization, right? It's first as understanding, do they really understand what our purpose is? Then the next step is, do they agree with the purpose? And that's probably the second biggest, it's the, it's the most challenging uh, um, uh, metric because, you know, there's another question I'm assuming, I, I'm going I'm to bleed into <laughs> another question, which is, you know, should, should leaders have the same values? Should they agree with the value? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I do think that in, in this era, you know, post-pandemic, where I believe we became a little bit more humanized, mm-hmm. um, that it's really important uh, to feel comfortable and congruent with the value of your organization. It would be really hard pressed to push an ESG posture or strategy if you're in misalignment with those shared value. But people that also have their personal life, and as long as it's my opinion, and again, this bleeds more from PR into HR that, you know, it, people should feel as congruent as possible, both in home and uh, at work. But of course, um, the degree of congruency was going to be different, different at home in the sense that it's a little, yeah. you, you, you have more opportunity to be your unique self and maybe this, you know, there's, there may be a little bit more difference between how you agree and align when it comes to corporate purpose than your purpose in your life. But at the end of the day, I think in order to answer your question, you have to understand, you have to understand whether or not your folks, your employee, your stakeholders understand and do they agree and where is the communication? And that's the third step, the third stool, uh, leg of the stool is where, if not, where in the communication is there uh, a disconnect? Because this is then where the role of PR is going to be really important. PR in this the context of ESG is not uh, necessarily the, the team that will execute on the ESG strategy of an organization, but they're going to be the become the trusted advisor to the to these people in order to take that that the, the, that execution and that performance and translate this into communication that resonate with various stakeholders. So one, do you understand if people understand, uh, understand your, your, your purpose? Do they agree? If not, where's the disconnect in the communication? So one of the things that you had shared with, when we kind of go back to that, what would the world lose if your company disappeared tomorrow? It's, it's easy to think that, well, if a random fast food restaurant disappear tomorrow. I don't know that we would feel the pain point yeah. or, um, you know, like there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of businesses throughout the world. How would we feel that pain point brings us kind of to the question of what makes an authentic purpose? What makes a, a, a sense of purpose that really does impact the world different from kind of the, the fluffiness of uh, using purpose as a as a buzzy mm, like yeah. check the box for for the year of of purpose if you will yeah so this is a good question because there's a, some confusion with with people that purpose needs to automatically equate to i'm going to solve a world hunger or um, solve for you know you know cancer and so on and so yeah. forth 
purpose doesn't have to be nonprofit oriented. Mm-hmm. Purpose has to has to do with the organization's reason for being and its positive impact on the world. It's a it's a societal contract you make in order to deliver on your purpose. And that purpose, again, may very well be like for in a, in the best adaptation example I can give you is we're a communication company. We help our clients communicate. Mm-hmm. But why should people care about communication? And, and what's in what incremental value are we adding to the world by helping organization communicate? And so we are in the in the business of advancing the way they communicate, our client communicate to create more intimacy more um more connectivity more engagement with their with their um their consumer their stakeholders so that in the end a 360 degree feedback loop is created and everybody improves by improved communication when i think about communication this is a hard form that has, is is millions of years old uh-huh. right and so um the idea of improving the way um, our clients communicate with their stakeholders is an incredibly valuable purpose. It's our purpose, and it's not one that uh, that will solve for world anger, hunger, or or cancer. You know, um, in other words, every organization has the potential to be a positive actor in the world, right? And authenticity comes only when you really align what you're here to do. Uh, um, in a way that is authentic, that is relevant to everyone in the organization and that's shared across the board. When we, um, when we talk about or think down, think about this trickle down effect of, you know, it, it lives in the C-suite, but it has, uh, impact at every level of an organization. What does the manufacturing team that sits in the factory what does authentic authentic purpose mean for that group that may feel different from the executive or the like global leadership arm how does how does purpose change along the tiers of an organization so so that starts being a little bit in the area of the culture and human resources but i'll t- i'll tell you my opinion is that the leadership role in that case is to clearly define how is the role of that manufacturing agent contributing to the higher purpose. Because the idea of alignment and shared purpose is that everyone see their role, whatever mm-hmm. their role may be, in helping execute and and, and perform against that purpose. Right. Um, as we kind of prepped for this conversation, you had you had shared with me um, kind of a metaphor about a ship without direction. Yes. Uh, and that with um, every moment or, or change of course or change of wind speed, that purpose can either keep the ship on course or it can, it can take it off really quickly. And um, you had said something about uh, purpose can't be defined overnight or can't, it cannot be something that, is brainstormed overnight uh, for an organization. It won't. It won't hold up. And I'm wondering if you can expand a little bit about um, how you the difference between an organization that's lived and owned its purpose for a hundred years uh, 
versus the the organization that has kind of created it in a in a couple of boardroom meetings in the course mm-hmm. of a month and and mm-hmm. trying to own that. Mm. Um, gosh, I had a bunch of example, and I need <laughs> I, I need to ask my old brain to remember all these brands. But let me address the question differently. I think I think the question uh, um, was in the context of you know what's the role of um, employees in defining purpose, right? And so my response then was purpose is not something that's crowdfunded, uh, crowdsourced, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pr- purpose is your reason for being. And, and typically that's, you know, that's uh, a reason that will last for a very long time. It may evolve over time, but it won't change. In other words, an event, uh, a storm, uh, a pandemic um, won't change the purpose of an organization. A pandemic will certainly change how it's represented perhaps or how it's communicated and the role of the employees there become important because the why of an organization is is foundational. That's the purpose. That doesn't change. That evolves over time, potentially. How and what? This is where I think organizations benefit tremendously from engaging their employee. Um, and this is where also to the previous question, once you start getting the buying of employee to participate in how that purpose should be represented in the world and what are the tactics or, or you know, or strategic initiative you can deploy um, when you, you help them participate on those, this is when, you know, your purpose is being um, promulgated, right? This is when uh, the purpose becomes really bought in by people um, and lived through, right? Yeah. So. Um, so essentially, the why doesn't change, but really you have a lot of benefit in in, in engaging employee uh, in the how and why, and that's how you know over time, you know the uh, the purpose may be represented differently, but the essence of the purpose won't change. A perfect note to end on for our first half of this conversation, which is the how and the why. Um, Sylvie, thank you so much for being here. And I'm excited for us to transition to, to kind of part two of this is of how do we make sure it's happening? So we'll um, get into that episode in just one moment. You've been listening to the Provoke podcast brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers.